with the big boys coming with the big fits. I feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. Big hoes coming with the big pots, feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. With the big boys coming with the big fits. I feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. Big hoes coming with the big pots, feel so clean, Parakeen season three, oh yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom, and as always, I am joined by my very well-dressed co-host. Very well-dressed, wow. Uh, Saul Thompson. John, I realized we should probably start shouting out our handles at the beginning. Yeah, I I made that suggestion, and then I did it in the one episode, and then you didn't do it. So I thought we were just not doing it. Okay, no, no, let's (laughs) lean into it. Okay, Uh, you can find me on Instagram, at John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at I'm gonna to try to do something funny, but I can't think of any funny handles. Uh Saul Thompson. And you can find us on Instagram at Pair of Kings Pod. Mm. But anyways, yeah, we're uh we're back. Got another podcast going on. To start things off, Solly Boy, how you doing? We are a podcast. We are a podcast at the end of the they day. Keep, People forget they keep that. Telling me that. We forget I, that sometimes. We're like I yeah. Are we a meme page? Are we a TikTok account? Are we the two best dressed individuals on the internet. The questions Actually, continue. The two, the two worst dressed individuals. <laughs> Are we the two worst dressed individuals on the internet? Not today. Uh, I think we're just we're both dressed pretty well today. This is this is a fit check for the books. Um, but you know, we uh, we're post Thanksgiving. The holidays have begun. I've uh, been eating a lot of food the last few days. Getting swole, courtesy of our our good friend Etchy Chad. Mm. Uh, he gave me a little workout plan that I've been adhering to and it's pretty solid. I'm enjoying yeah, it. I've got to start um, working out more. I, I really tried to stay away from gyms with the COVID spike. Oh, most definitely. Um, yeah, I work out my And basement. I don't have free weights and the gym in the apartment is like busy because all the people that are now, you know, like in their apartments from Thanksgiving are just down there constantly. Yeah. Yeah. nerve don't they know you co-host a podcast don't they don't they know who i am says we are rob gronkowski but he's actually asking <laughs> do i know who i am who am i is what i'm trying to get at um shout out gronk be an interesting episode of the podcast he would i he would he would like lean into the you guys are a podcast me like halfway through yeah but then it'd be real it'd be like wait what am I doing? It's true. Uh, anyways, we are a fashion podcast at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Let's let's blast things right off with a fit check. You blast him. Uh, I am wearing a like cozy New Haven fit. Um, excuse me as I as I yawn, as I say cozy and I'm drinking decaf coffee, I'm yawning. Um, I'm wearing a vintage key. I, I shouldn't say vintage. It, it's really old. It's like six years old now. Um, Keith Haring did an exhibition at MoMA and my mom bought me this shirt because she went and saw it and she was like, oh, saw would like this. She got me the shirt and I've worn it, I think, to bed every single week for six years at least. Nice. Um, it's been with me to four continents. Flex. Big flex. Um, Antarctica not being one of those though. Yo, oh, well. the offer is still on Take the table. Take it back down to, First yeah. to to prove that they've listened to the pod 
with a selfie on, I guess, a boat or on the landmass of Antarctica. If you can prove you listened in Antarctica, Saul will buy you a pair of selfish denim. No, 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 like spoofing your thing. No, you have to, you have to provide evidence, yeah. but you know, we're waiting for the, the Antarctica listener. Yeah. Um, we yeah, have so all the that, other continents. I've got the, the Covenant um, hoodie. He sent me it for free. It's, it's really nice. And I was telling John, like, we give honest opinions of things that we're saying. Oh, yeah. Send us Definitely. some shitty Gildan printed, um, you know, it if says it's, swag and has Bart Simpson drinking out of a lean cup. I'm if anyone actually it. sends us that, though, that'd be hilarious. I'd be kind of gassed, honestly. <laughs> but, and no, no um, disrespect to Gildan. Gildan makes great quality stuff on yeah. their own. Um, but yeah, no. So he sent me this hoodie. I really liked it. It's a little bit cropped in the body, which was mm-hmm. a little bit weird at the beginning. I've, I've never owned like a crop. I really like the fit great. of it though. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not used to crop stuff myself. Um, mm-hmm. it's not a super high crop. It just is like at my waistline pretty much. Yeah. Um, I love it. I'm, I'm a huge yeah. fan. And if uh, you are in the market for a cool hoodie, go pick it up. And also if you're in the market to talk to the guy who makes it and get his advice or his, um, some design know. insights, everything. Yeah. It's really, um, you know, it's join very, our Discord. Yeah. Join the join the cord. What what should they message us, Saul? Message us um uh a T Pain lyric, your favorite T Pain lyric. Yep. Um uh, and then then we'll Best Love Song is is a is a plus. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Gotta be the crunkest, gotta be the lightest, gotta be the best love song she's ever heard in her life. Is that yes. the, uh, I, the lyric? That sounds right. Um, but yes, message us T-Pain lyric and we'll send you an invite to join what we like to call the happiest place in fashion, our Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, It's a wonderful place, a lot um, of very nice, supportive people and it's a, it's a great resource to have if you are at all interested in the things we talk about yeah. in or out of fashion. Um, Let's see, what else am I wearing? I am wearing a pair of Double Taps cargo pants. They're they're gray, like a slate gray. I changed that. I was wearing shorts. Don't you mean what taps? Sorry, yes, yes, what taps. We know how to pronounce uh, things. W-T-A. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cool, cool pants. Uh, they fit me really well. Um, I got some really cool pants over the weekend, but I have to go and get them tailored because they are just a little bit too tight. Ah, um, like they, they fit, but it's like, I got to suck in. You want them to fit where you can pants. like have them be go-to. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. want it to be like a chore to wear a pair yeah. of pants that you really like. But I have a fit plan for them. I have that uh, Mihara Yasuhiro um, sweater that I love, or I might oh, wear the yeah. I actually, I might just wear it because I might wear the Mihari Asahiro one because it's not as flashy. I don't want to like overload a fit. Sweater weather. Ah, oh, sweater weather. Ah, oh, sweater weather. Um, anyway, shout anyway. out to one of the worst SNL skits ever where two women just go, ah, oh, sweater weather. Ah, oh, sweater weather. Love it. Ah, oh, sweater weather. Anyway, uh, and then on the foot, I have my own pot and stocks, the 2.0s. The 2.0s. Saul, what's on your head? We forgot your head. Oh, yeah. I have my Gus's fried chicken hat. Uh, my hair, I'm growing it out still. Um, That's Oh, something. shoot. John has a hat, but I can't see it on I Zoom just put a hat just on. just out of crop. Because I had it on for the story, but then I took it off to put my headphones on. But oh shit! Did you put on the story? I'll have to respond. You might have to, but uh, I will. I'll what blast right into my fit check. Wait, I gotta know. 
Uh, you owe me, let's see, a New York bagel. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm going to blast right into mine. Uh, on the feet, what else but the pod and stocks? 1.0, as you already know what's going on. Wearing through on the heel. We are we are on cork mode. We're walking on cork on the heels. Um, love to see it. Beyond repair. Uh, <laughs> hate to see that. But on the feet as well, we have a pair of Supreme Hanes socks. Classic. Uh, on the legs, I have a pair of pants from our good friends over at Hybrid. Uh, they are the desk trousers, which are actually on sale mm. right now. Um, if you join the email list for hybrid, you can get I think there's still some sizes left. I wanted to pick them up, but I did Oh, there's a lot um, of sizes left. Oh, are there? Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'll have to double um, check that. Definitely check the measurements though. I typically wear a 34 and these are a 32. Mm-hmm. And they fit okay. very well. Um, cool. Uh, yeah. So those are on the legs. On top, I have a t-shirt from my college at Michigan State, ComArts. And I have a jacket provided to me by our friend at Covenant. Uh, it is, hold on, let me let me check the name. It has an interesting name from what I can remember. Abismara jacket. It is like a sky blue and it has beautiful artwork on the back. It's like a face and it's got clouds on the front. It's spectacular, spectacular piece of clothing. Uh, and thank you to the team over Covenant for sending us out these wonderful garments. I have the the hoodie that Saul's wearing as well, and it is spectacular. And then, he does a really good job. Like he he hasn't given us any money. He sent us the clothes for free. We'll be fully transparent about that. Yep. But they're really good stuff. One hundred percent. It's something that I would be happy to have purchased if I had mm-hmm. purchased it. Um, yeah. I also want to shout out, um, I believe it's Common Thoughts. I forget what their ad is, but they sent me a shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm i being fully transparent. I think the print is cool. It's not something that I would have picked up myself. However, mm-hmm. if they just sold the blank, I would have bought the blank. Because oh. it fits me perfectly. It's nice. a really, really nice blank. Very nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then to finish off Fit Check, I have a hat from our good friend Anthony at oh. Lasher Felix. Uh, it is a Carhartt baseball cap that has been dyed dark brown. Uh, belt loops were added to it, and a tactical webbing belt was added around the crown of the hat. Yo, if your hats aren't tactical, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, if you can't attach carabiners, uh, if you can't carry a water bottle off your hat, <laughs> don't even don't even start with me. But thank you to all of our wonderful friends for uh, making such great garments. We're we're very yeah. proud to know some really talented creators. I am in absolute agreement. So, John, Saul, let's let's start with fashion news. Okay, because there is a little bit of news as pertains to the podcast. Yeah, we have a new stuff. segment. So. We're still figuring this out, but we figured we'd restructure the pod a little bit, keep it, mm-hmm. keep it fresh, keep it. Don't worry, nothing, not too much is changing. Yeah, if I if I fail a fit check, John's gonna kill me. That's the change. That um, no, <laughs> no. Um, so what we're gonna do is at the end of the pod, we are going to cut out a couple of segments that mm-hmm. may not be as as uh, pertinent or as um, popular as they once were. Um, we are going to remove hot take. And if we do have one, just present it at the, the beginning. 
mm-hmm. of the the pod and just talk about it. You know, we'll we'll have our chop it up segment. Yep. Um, and I think we're gonna cut out Jack and Ace, and we can just talk about them during sneaker. Yeah, releases. we can talk about what's good and bad during during yep. sneaker releases. Um, so or maybe add the Jack and Ace to that. To Sebastian, as we say goodbye to Jack and Ace. Um, You're a legend. Say goodbye to the 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 Ninja Adidas superstar, which held the title for what was it's it? It's been like in our Google Doc. Oh, it's been months. Yeah, it's been in our Google Doc for months. Sucks. That might be the worst shoe I've ever seen this year. Yeah, that could have been, you know, the reason for yeah. the season. Yeah. Um, um, and we are also should we keep guests of the week? We were debating this. Um, we'll see. We we'll see probably. how we're feeling. Yeah. But okay. song of the week is gonna stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a classic and definitely something that we like to continue to build upon with our playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Saul, would you like to tell them what's new? Yes. So we are going to add uh, every Tuesday episode, we are going to have a designer history spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, give our listeners a quick history, probably Maybe three what, to five, f- seven minutes. I'd say like three to five. Yeah. Keep we'll, it brief. We'll blast through. Uh, keep it brief. Minimal commentary. Just yeah. kind of letting you know, and we're going to open it up to the audience to see who they would like to hear about. Yeah, we could do, we could do voting. Um, we could also just do it. Basically it's to, we are a very, I think, beginner friendly podcast, but also mm-hmm. like, you know, I know names of designers. I don't necessarily know a lot about them. Um, and so this is aimed to bring more people into the fold and get them understanding who they're dealing with. Yeah. Um, you know, I saw, Fashion Winkers made a meme like, why is the 2001 collection from Raph Simmons so idolized? Like, ha ha ha, funny meme, Kenny Jima jacket, like, who cares? But uh, there is history behind that. And there is a reason, maybe not why it's $49,000, but why it's sought after and why that collection was was amazing. So mm-hmm. this week, we will be covering Raph Simmons. Um, I guess stay tuned for that. We are going to get into sneaker releases, and then we'll jump um over there unless i'm forgetting something uh i think that's about it so i'll blast through sneaker releases real quick Mm -hmm. um we are today is november 30th oh wait i do have a question john sure has raf redux ever like has it has it started yet no like they they announced that they were doing it are they ever have like i don't think anything is released from it yet okay not to my knowledge but Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I think um, he's probably focusing on the Prada stuff first. Yeah. And then he'll he'll kind of get yeah. into that as it goes. But I will say, by the way, I'm very pissed off. Um, Bridal Fashion Week was this week, um, and I haven't seen a lot of coverage. I just think Bridal Fashion Week is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it was in Barcelona, but I love bridal looks. Is that your hot take of the week? Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe pay a little more attention to the to Bridal Fashion yeah. Week. I'll tack on to that. That's great. Um, yeah, but let's get into some sneaker releases. For some sneaker releases, folks, uh, we got some bangers this week. Uh, starting things off, we have the Urban Jungle Gym Pack from Nike, which includes an Air Force One Low, Air Max One, Ooh, uh-uh. um, and an Air Raid, which is a classic shoe from uh, from Nike. For some reason, it listed the Air Max one twice. So I guess you got to buy two pairs if you're buying them. Um, we have the Vapor Max Plus on the first as well. Zoom BB NXT for all you performance basketball heads out there. Nike Freak 2 
we have the New Balance 550, not the ALD version, dropping in red and blue. It looks exactly like the ALD version, but it's not yellowed. John, dropping on the no. first. People, people aren't going to buy it. Without people aren't going to buy it because it's not yellowed and it has not been worn by your favorite influencer. Yeah. I think there's um, there's another pair of Adidas shoes that are coming out. Um, could could take the crown for for worst shoes of the year. Ooh, well, we will we'll continue. I'll continue reading, and then I I'll... think they're they're coming out on the thirtieth as well. Okay. Oh, maybe I missed those then. Uh, we have the New Balance nine ninety two on the first. Iverson Classic Reebok Question Mid. Air Max Zephyr on the second. Nike Dunk High. It's a women's release. Farsi Purple and White on the third. Freak Two. On the third, Adidas Ultra 4D 5.0. That's a mouthful. Um, <laughs> dropping on the third as well. We have the Noah Adidas collab coming out on the third, which includes two pairs of gazelles, one in like an orange camo and one in a cheetah print, which I believe is pony hair. Nice looking shoe, but 160 retail seems a little steep. Uh, we have a bunch of Nike blazers coming out on the fourth in like muted colors. We have a navy pair, white with a brown swoosh, white with a black swoosh. Those are all really clean. Um, LeBron 18 on the fourth, ZX 6000 inside out on the fourth. That's kind of a cool looking shoe. And Adidas Don Louisville, University of Louisville pair. Um, Reebok question in the Eagles colorway. We have a frame skate Nike Dunk SB Low on the fifth. That kind of looks like the Sakai uh, runners. We have the Air Max 90 on the fifth as well. Adidas D Rose 11 in a couple, four colorways on the fifth, five colorways on the fifth. And then to round things out on the sixth, we have a couple pairs of Ultra Boosts, NMDs. And then on the seventh, we have the Nordic pack from Nike, which includes a bunch of Christmas themed shoes, including an Air Force One, Air Max 90, and Blazer Mid. So Saul, what did I miss? What a pair of Adidas did I miss? I think it was just the just the um, ninja ones. Oh, those those were like a placeholder. It said they were releasing in November. It didn't say what oh, day. So okay. maybe they released today. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Regardless, Ninja, good for you for getting the bag, dog. But, you know, the Ninja Adidas collab does not feel very natural. Yeah. The frame dunk lows, frame skate shop. Yeah. They look like I the, really like the Sakai's with the double swoosh. Yeah, they're cool. They're Are they Christmassy in the too. US? They will be from what I saw on okay. Nike SB or nothing, which is a great Instagram account for anyone yeah. uh, looking to Leo learn more got, about Nike SBs. Uh, Leo just got back from a walk. He's Hi, Leo. drenched. Um, yeah, it's yeah. like so he's, he's doing his like face rub on the carpet, trying to get himself dry. It's just gross over here. It's like kind of yeah. snowy, but not enough to stick. And yeah, it's not ideal. And we'll see that for another couple of weeks before it just starts snowing like crazy until April. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, weather's not great, but that does round out sneaker releases. John, do you have like a, a favorite, a highlight? Um, Let's see. I'm just going to, would, would you say a Jack, if you will, or actually an Ace, excuse an me. Ace? Which one is based? Ace is based and Ace is based. 
Shout out to third, Pod Alum. They Ace are. the Based. Um, I don't know if I have uh, a Jack or Ace, so to speak, this week. So it's kind of perfect, perfect segue mm-hmm. into, into putting that at the beginning. But um, Saul is ready to do a bit of a presentation about, uh, about Mr. Mr. Raph Simmons. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know him. You either love him or hate him. I wrote a 28-page paper on him my freshman year of college, so I think Which I know. I found one error in. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of spelling errors. And yeah, it's just in your sources. You said ASAP Rocky performing "Please Don't Touch My Raff." The song's just called Raff. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm gonna have to take some points off for that. Yeah, contact. Uh, what's her name? God damn it! What the fuck was her name? Was this uh, high school or college when you were at this? College. Okay. I took a, a fashion course. Cool. Yeah, Where do you go I to was, school? Yale. Uh, one of only two guys in the class, and everybody thought I was gay, um, which isn't a problem. But, no, definitely uh, not. Turned out that I wanted to get with multiple girls in the class, and and they did not perceive you as. Ended up dating one of those girls for two and a half years, but ah. Um, but anyways, yeah. Raph Simmons yeah. is a designer of he clothes. Is. So I'll I'll try and keep this short. Um, what I'll do is I'll I'll give you some background and then time providing I can go into some of his collections. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not this isn't gonna be like a collection breakdown. We're not doing what Geocasket's doing. Uh, we're not doing like an in-depth like this oh, is very know, base uh, level. This is just references. To, yeah, this is to just, get a little more knowledgeable about yeah. a designer in our space. Exactly. So, um, Raph Simmons, born in 1968 in Belgium. Um, he was um, always interested in things like music, um, especially like electronic and experimental, like post-punk music. Um, because he grew up in kind of an isolated area, I think it was very rural. Um, I'll have to double check that. I'm going a little bit off top. I have my paper in front of me, but Um, he basically found a lot of inspiration and interest in his local record store um, where he would find this music and it was kind of like, you know, his his gateway to the outside world, Mm -hmm. right? And so he ended up taking a internship under Walter Van Buurdonk, who was one of the Antwerp Six, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Antwerp Six, big graduates of the Royal Academy of Fine Arts in Mm -hmm. Antwerp. Um, He wanted to study furniture design. And so he was studying with Berenonk as kind of like a stepping stone to get into that world. However, Berenonk took him to the Maison Margiela show of 1989, which if you don't know, hugely influential, really, really cool. Basically what it was is um, Margiela allowed the models to walk, but they just got like neighborhood kids to basically like run along the um, runway itself which really mm-hmm. like broke it up right uh, runway shows were really like stuffy and people would sit there and it was like all about the clothes and people weren't having fun you know it was very very serious and you know this made it loose and lighthearted. and raf you know sitting in like the first or second row found himself crying and he was like wow this is so stupid you know why am i crying at this but he realized that he wanted to create things that made you know people cry and feel the way that he felt um He's been cited in, in interviews. All of this is backed up by sources. I can provide those if you'd like, and you can read these articles by yourself. These are not nice. me, like reading from Wikipedia. I've done the research here. 
Um, so basically this gave him a love of not only clothing, but of like unconventional fashion shows, which you can get to later. Mm -hmm. um, but back to him. So he graduated in 1990, uh, 1991, excuse me, with the intention of pursuing furniture design, which he did for about four years. Uh, but he always was interested in fashion. In 1995, he founded his namesake label, Graf Simmons, um, and started releasing collections, I believe, in early 1996 or late 1995. Um, and while they were met with some like critical acclaim, like people liked the clothes, he wasn't seen on the like main stage of fashion until he released um, a photography book and a collection entitled Isolated Heroes. Um, you may know it because those parkas sell for like $1,300. They're the black parkas with the photos of the, the, the guys on the back. Um, mm -hmm. He partnered with a photographer called David Sims. Um, and why this was important was all of the photos in Isolated Heroes were taken on the street. Um, what Raf and David Sims would do is they would go out and just find like the cool kids. You know, yeah. like they would walk around, they would be like, that kid is either looking cool or he has like a group of friends. They'd pick them off of the street, take their photo and like leave them on their way. There were no way models. Um, I believe all of them were dressed in the clothes that they were wearing when they came off of the street, but that's not the focus. The focus is like boyhood, this kind of lingering sense of um, youth while mixed with like, um, you know, this gravity and like high fashion world mm -hmm. and it was pretty land breaking, um, you know, like street style photography was a thing, but not really, you know, like coveted or anything like that. Um, I'm gonna scroll down a little bit and read. However, and I'm quoting exactly from my paper, the mm -hmm. duo's use of non-professional models, many of whom were picked off of the street, made the industry reevaluate the idea of masculine beauty, Ooh. which is pretty cool. Um, so he also created the collection. Um, it also made Raph becoming, or it, sorry, it, it pushed Raph um, kind of into the main stage of fashion, um, which set the groundwork for his 2001 collection, which you may know as Riot, Riot, Riot. Um, I should also mention that his 1999 collection, um, which was, uh, what was that one called? I think it was Black Palms. Um, that one set the groundwork for everything Eddie Slaman did, and I will stand by that. Um, Eddie Slaman took um, inspiration from it and mm -hmm. um, really used a lot of the motifs from the 1999 collection. However, 2001, the big one, Riot, 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 49,000 Kenny Jima Bomber, very cool. Epic swag, style, Tusi slide. Style. Yeah. Um, our first so meme. Why, our first like exactly. big meme. Yep. Yeah, you can't, you can't take my jacket. No, or Wojak. Um, oh, I'm sorry, 1999 was Black Palms. That was the one that um, Eddie bit. Okay. Uh, was 1999? That one might have been the one with the. Um, uh, I'm not as brushed up. Regardless. Okay, whatever. Regardless. So riot, 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 riot. Excuse me. That was kinetic youth. Sorry. Um, was super, super landmark. So. Mm -hmm. You've seen. I'm, I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, but if you haven't, I'll explain. All of the the models were probably. Mm, I won't say all of them, a lot of them were wearing things like balaclavas, things that looked like um, uh, things military. that like terrorists would wear. Yeah, military yeah. inspired. Um, as people have pointed out, the riot, riot, riot Insurgent bomber. Insurgent forces. Just, yeah. Um, the riot, riot, riot bomber is, it's like a hundred and something dollar bomber that he mm -hmm. upcycled and put patches Which you on. can still buy the bomber for yeah. about a hundred bucks. Yeah. 
So, you know, people are like, oh, what, you know, why are people paying $49,000? You could do it yourself. Sure, you could mm-hmm. go for it. I'm all, I'm all about it. However, it was huge because the collection came out in 2001 and it came out two months before the 9-11 terror attacks. Yes. Because he used motifs of like freedom fighters and, and rioters, um, you know, forgive the, the overuse of the word riot, um, people were forced to see the collection in a new light. It was almost mm-hmm. like, a, oh, like a premonition, right? Like, you know, what did he, what did he do? Um, oh, I'm sorry, I have it here. The show was conceived. I'm not sure when the show actually occurred. Um, okay. I apologize if I've gotten my dates wrong. Um, I'm, I'm moving. All good. Here. However, um, yeah, the the fact that he used like these motifs, it it scared the fashion world and it mm-hmm. kind of shocked the fashion world. Um, and it got eyes on it Raph. really encapsulated. It got eyes on Raph, but it encapsulated the time of like international unrest and angst of the time, right? Like it was it was the amalgamation of that time, and it wasn't a reaction. It was happening simultaneous. Yeah, And that's why people are so, at least the fashion world is so impressed by this, right? It, it mm-hmm. wasn't something that was, oh, um, what was the brand they made in 2018? They made um, Columbine t-shirts with like gun holes. In oh them. gosh. I can't remember which brand it was, but it was yikes. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, it, it, it wasn't tasteless. He wasn't doing it because the 9-11 terror attacks were happening. He wasn't doing it because, you know, Osama bin Laden was in the forefront. He was doing it because he was tapped into the youth culture. He was listening to what people were doing mm-hmm. and, and, and seeing, and he could speak to that, right? Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, okay, the bomber probably shouldn't sell for $49,000. However, huge collection, really important um, in terms of like the history of fashion. Um, and I'll, I'll stand by that until I die. Um, I, I am a big RAF supporter and I really do appreciate what he did. Um, for fashion, which is, um, you know, integrating like youth motifs, uh, his stuff with Virginia Creeper, like informed most of Virgil Abloh's work. Mm-hmm. Um, and Virgil has said that he's a big fan of Raph and takes inspiration. Haha, Virgil inspiration, bullshit. But anyway, um, we'll, we'll bounce through the rest of his career quickly. He was given the um, reigns of Jill Sander, I believe in 2004, where he worked mm-hmm. there. Uh, it was very like suiting uh very like i don't know if all of our listeners know jill sander but it's very like plain right um mm-hmm. it's like well-made plain not plain I, I feel like that has a negative connotation well-made basic stuff yes. um yeah um later he moved over to dior where he released i believe that was 2014 uh or 2012 i forget um 2015 was his first collection i don't know when he landed in or at Dior, um, but he, um, I should also mention, sorry, he didn't work at Jill Sander from 2004 to 2014. Uh, he left, I believe in 07 or 08. Um, yeah, however, he was he was very successful at Jill Sander. Um, after John Galliano left uh, Dior because he was an anti-Semite, uh, Raf stepped in, um, if you haven't seen it, go watch the documentary Dior and I, which was a very informational look at the thought process behind it and can mm-hmm. take you kind of more into um, his thought process and the actual collection itself. However, hugely successful. People loved his Dior stuff. Um, he ended up leaving, um, maybe like creative dissidents, anything like that. Um, worked with people like Sterling Ruby, um, 
for that Dior collection. I'm really, I'm really moving quickly now. Um, continued to work on his own collections. Um, ended up going to Calvin Klein, left because they weren't making a lot of money. I think he only mm-hmm. released three years of work. Yeah, it was, um, a, it was a short stint there, but a beautiful one, if I do say so myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so he's now left. He's ended up at Prada, and he mm-hmm. is developing uh, his second collection. His first one was critically acclaimed, but I don't know how well it's going to do. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, like commercially. Um, yeah, but he has been quoted by other designers. He has been mimicked by other designers. I have a picture here in front of me of Virgil Abloh making a sweatshirt that says Nebraska in the almost exact same font and almost the exact same cut as Mm -hmm. as Raph's. Um, Interesting. Virgil, 3%, ha ha ha, huge. Um, but yeah, um, if you don't know him, now you do. Um, we hope that this has been informational. If you'd like to learn more. Um, I can send you any of these sources that I have I have here. Um, you can hop in our DMs and talk. You can join the Discord. Um, and I can also answer a lot of questions um, about Raph Simmons. I've, I've, done, I've done my research. Um, and if you'd like to know more about individual collections, um, I may be able to do the research for you, whether that be Poltergeist, Kinetic Youth, Black Palms, um, Isolated Heroes, whatever it is. Um, yeah, hit us up. Most definitely, Saul. Great work, man. You can tell. I hope uh, I didn't go too long there. I, I tried to move quickly. I think it was a good starting point. It was about okay. ten minutes, I think. Is okay. a good, uh, good the like jumping point. <laughs> we'll figure it out like as we go. I think that was a great beginning of this yeah. series, and hopefully, we will we'll tailor it more as as we continue doing this. But. Yeah, we'll, we'll find our formula. We'll have a little more back and forth probably mm-hmm. as as it goes on. But I'm excited and I'm looking forward to. I'm gonna do some sort of write up. Not exactly sure who I will pick for next week, but mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting. Um, with that being said, time to blast also, in. Also, really quickly, let us know how you like that. If you yes, enjoyed it, please do. Better, would you like to know more about? And let us know if you I just didn't it, like it. Yeah, if you hated it, great. That's that's on you and. That's fine by us. Like we're we looking for feedback, feedback though. Like if a bunch of people yeah. didn't like it, we'll have to tailor it. But if a bunch of people yeah. like it, that's good. We'll uh, we'll continue yeah. to uh, yeah. to work um, on that. But I was we... gonna say maybe later on we could do individual collections, but that's not really in our mm-hmm. in our sphere. We'll start base level. Um, do designers. Yeah. Um, we could even do brand history as well, yeah. rather than. Just I don't want this designers. series to be. Like if somebody listens and this is their first episode of the podcast and they're interested in fashion and not necessarily like you know i read fashion books in my free time right Mm -hmm. like i want that person to be able to listen and be like oh this is interesting and be able to engage with it rather than being like here is isolated heroes 2000 breakdown like here's everything you never knew like who the fuck is isolated heroes what the fuck is a rat um man but very very well done i think from Just Thank from you. my listening perspective. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited about this series. Hopefully everybody else is as well. But with that being yeah. said. Oh, if have... you have old, old, old Raph sweaters, sell them to me. Yeah, definitely. Time to blast in to the main event of this podcast, which is questions that we get from our wonderful Discord as well as Instagram. Uh, like we said earlier, if you'd like to join the Discord, DM us a T-Pain mm-hmm. lyric. And uh, without further ado, 
we're going to blast right in. Saul, you got the first one. I do. Uh, I also just want to apologize. I had a little bit of coffee this morning. I feel like I'm talking over John going a little bit turbo. I feel, I feel hey, bad. It's okay. It's okay. I will, uh, you know, I will do what I need to do to make sure my voice is heard <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> John's going to set up a remote sensor taser. Every time I cut in, I'm going to get no. bust. <laughs> like I was thinking more just be patient cut. and just tap in when I can, but that works too. I, I don't want to dominate. John, you are a, a beloved, like I, you know, I love you a lot. I, I'm sorry I'm talking over Much you. love to you, my friend, man. All right. Our first question from you sign the papers from our Discord asks, which fashion designer would you like to design the home you would live in for the rest of your life and why? Ooh. Wow. I think Issey Miyake has a really fun Ooh. and interesting take on all. I mean, we've seen from everything from mainline to own police that it's been really like pushing the envelope of design uh, might not be the most conventional articles of clothing, but they're really fun and they make you think. And that's, that's what I want out of a living space. I don't want something that I just walk past and don't care about. I want something that I can stare at for half an hour and just kind of take it in and appreciate, uh, whether it be a piece of art, piece of furniture, or just the layout of a room. So I think mm -hmm. Issey Miyake, I would love a home designed by Issey I like Miyake. that. Yeah. Thank I you. I like that. Do you... Um... Do you kind of like that Japanese aesthetic? Like, do you I do. have yeah. okay. like a little bit more minimalist? Yeah, I think that would be just a just a clean feeling um, mm. in the in the home itself. You know, clear your clear your head, clear your thoughts. Um, so catch me potting from the from the Isimiyaki designed <laughs> studio, which would of I course be featured in the home. I feel like I'd be afraid to have like my dog in there. Like he comes in wet and I'm like <laughs> tackling him at the doorstep. <laughs> not no. on the floors. My <laughs> curtains are made of pleats pants. Please <laughs> do not touch anything. <laughs> These curtains cost $800 each to make because I have to buy the pants and cut them up. Yeah, I like that answer a lot though. Thank you. Uh, Who would you pick? Um, Hermes has recently started making furniture. Um, Ooh, and I is it really any good? like it. Oh. It's, it's really nice. nice. Um, some of the stuff is like weird. Um, uh, like they have a side table that looks like a, like a cart that somebody would have and it's okay. $50,000 and it's, it's, it's not great. Classic. Um, that being said, the, the designer is Jasper Morrison. Um, okay. who I, I've heard his name like once. Um, but they have like very nice, like dark wood and leather that matches the color of the wood like chairs and desks and uh couches and end tables and I don't know and then Hermes also has very very nice like books and they have very nice taste in like color scheme mm -hmm. I feel like it would be very beige but then they have those like nice pops of blue and orange that would be very cool yeah that'd be um, a good also, overall home aesthetic I get to have a $87,000 uh game table gamer uh, moment yeah I mean, are you a is gamer? It, is it like foosball or pool or? It's uh, checkers and backgammon. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'd be playing League of Legends on that though. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a Louis foosball table. That's I'm cool. pretty sure. And maybe a pool table as well. But yeah. I like like just the over the top gaudy designer home accessories like that. Like yeah. 
you don't know who the market is, but you know, there is a market. Yeah. Somebody's buying that. Somebody's buying that and not using it. It's sitting in the basement of their eighth mansion, but you know, that's pretty good. Cool. Good for them. Yeah. Um, I like their, I like their color scheme a lot though. I like the, the methodology. Like oh, if you've yeah. ever been into an Hermes store, it just, I don't know. It feels clean and like airy and Hermes. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I also I'll have to go Hermes. look at that. I didn't know they were doing furniture. I think they started it last year. Okay. Yeah. They're not really a brand that's on my radar. So I'll have to, I'll have to go check that out. Uh-oh, John just admitted he's broke. Uh-oh. The broke alarm is sounding. I'm not buying $40,000 side tables. What the fuck, John? I know. Why am I potting with you if you're not buying know, a $87,000 packet table? <laughs> Hermes, if you want to put us on flow team, oh, let us know. By all means, yeah. <laughs> we, will, we will advertise your product to our 7,800 Instagram followers on a regular basis. Semi-regular, you know. We have our pride, um, but <laughs> moving right down the list of questions. This question comes from discord user, Jack's domain. If you could only cop one type of garment slash product, what would it be? Shirts, jackets, pants, shoes, etc. And why? Easy pants. I think pants. pants, pants are the, yeah. the bridge of the outfit. I, this has been the year of pants for me. Agreed. I started off this year as a, a, pants just they were an afterthought mm-hmm. they were just part of the outfit i you know didn't really didn't really care about my pants they just kind of were part of the deal now i'm a pants truther pants Uh-oh. are, are oh, like no. the first thing i think about with an outfit um <laughs> i've bought way too many pairs of pants this year okay. um i think i i have two pairs of pants coming in the mail right now nice. um one of which i bought today from 18 East, I've got a pair of the Gorecki pants, which I'm really excited about. Do you have a pair of those already? I, feel I like don't. You do. I tried to get a pair one time and they sold out. I think they made okay. a lot of stock for this release, but it's a really cool. It's like a dusty blue colorway. Cool. Crazy knit uh, made in India. So I'm really excited on those. But yeah, I've been going full pants mode this year, uh, partially in part due to our, our wonderful friends who uh, float us some pants from Hybrid and as well, we have a pair of pants flowed to me from our very own Saul Thompson for my birthday, a pair of Capital Selvage Denim, which I absolutely adore. I was going to say, you can get away with, if you give me a black shirt and a white shirt, I could put you together 35 outfits with, with 35 you know. different pairs of pants. Yeah, it's just so easy. Like, I hate to say it. It's easy. Oh my gosh. I have three pairs of pants coming. I have a pair from YTG too. I have the cable knit oh, ones. Shit. I'm truly on pants markers. mode this year. Yeah. I probably that's, bought that's like a lot of pants. 11 pairs of pants this year, at least. Mm. Oh gosh. That's, that's like, it could be in worse things. It could be like, you know, Chrome Hearts, Supreme leather jackets. Yeah. And it's not, it's or pants. Hermes gaming tables. Or Hermes gaming tables. But anyways. I, I, I have, I have a confession. I'm addicted to buying Hermes gaming tables. I'm six deep. You know what oh, I mean? Lord. I, I, I can't get rid of these things. You know, I, the girls flip on and, I know. I thought that they'd resell. The girls are like, saw like these gaming tables. They're so beautiful. And I'm like, listen, ladies, I have a girlfriend. All right. And also these, these are not to be touched. These are on my grailed right now. 10 out of 10 condition. BNDS. No <laughs> Haven't even breathed near them. They're icy. 
um, you have to come pick oh. them up because I'm too scared to ship them. But How anyways, do you think they would ship those to you? Probably like a white glove shipping service. Like they will, cool. they'll bring it in. That's what they did with the Supreme. Um, oh, the Louis trunks? No, the what is it? The I can't think. The pinball table. Oh, really? Yeah, they had like a fancy delivery service deliver all of them by hand and set them up. So that's more than I expected. Shout out to Supreme on that that. one. That's that's pretty impressive. Um, But yeah, I think pants would be the move if I if I could only buy one type of garment Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. I agree. Moving on to our next question, coming from good friend of the pod, GG underscore Joe Star. He asks thoughts and feelings on Murakami and his flowers. Uh, I like the overall aesthetic of the of the flower pattern. I think it's a little played out in in today's hype beastie market. But uh, I do. I have a shirt from the Uniqlo Murakami collab that I do really like. It's just the. Nice. It's a white shirt, and the pocket has a bunch of his flowers on him. Nice. Uh, I think they're cool. Um, I don't pay too much. I I do follow Takashi Murakami on Instagram, but like I I haven't really paid too much attention to uh, to his his work. It's great that he did the charity shirt for Supreme. Big ups for mm-hmm. that. Um, no, he's a he's a talented artist and will definitely go down in history as as a very well accomplished individual. Yeah. How he also you? just seems like a nice guy. He does um, seem like a nice guy. I love Totoro's studio. Yeah. I, I support Murakami fully. I think his flowers are just a little bit played out. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, how many times can you see something and not feel like you're being beaten over the head with it? Definitely. Um, he's got like a, a really cool art style as a whole. Um Yeah. He goes above and beyond the flowers and he does a lot of like, I mean, you look at the graduation album cover. That's a, that in itself is a a beautiful piece of artwork. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, the kids, he ghosts as well was Murakami, which has a totally different feel, but in it itself is, is gorgeous. Yeah. I I hope he, he digs himself out of this financial bind that he's in. Yeah. Yeah. That is worrisome he uh yeah. for those of you who don't know he put a bunch of his own money into a film project that i believe it's been announced that it will never release at this point yeah um but yeah i don't know i, I support murakami i think that he's kind of ingrained in streetwear culture and you can't mm-hmm. fault the man like it's a fun world to be in oh yeah streetwear yeah. is an exciting colorful culture so good for him mm-hmm. we hope yeah. you uh continue to succeed king come on the pod i would love to get him on the pod yeah, it'd be a blast. Uh, moving right down the list. Thank you, Gigi, for that great question. Uh, this question comes from Cooper Ray 456, Cooper underscore Ray 456, I should say. Uh, did the Kings ever have a hypey slash Jerry Boy phase? If so, what was an average fit like during that phase? I did. I owned Ooh. two pairs of Fear of God joggers and I Flex. wore them with Adidas Ultra Boosts. That's, the, you uh, know, that's triple just blacks and triple whites. That's what it was back then. I would wear Dude, it was, like my my olive green or maroon hoodie, mm-hmm. a pair of like stretch pants, like black or khaki, like stretch canvas pants of some sort. And uh, I would get them from a brand called Elwood Clothing, which I'm not sure if they're still yeah. still going on. They made great pants, though. Um, I still have a pair of their jeans. Very nice. Yeah. Um and then Ultra Boosts, Yeezys. Um, I had a pair, I still have them, Flyknit Racers from Nike. 
blacked out. Uh, they were a Nike lab release. They were like really like a special Flynet racer. Mm. Uh, and then like just a lot of Adidas runners, stuff like that. So I definitely had that phase. Damn. You think we would have been friends in our pants that were too tight? I think so. I think we would have been like, yo, <laughs> yo, where'd you get those ultras? <laughs> I can't find the triple whites anywhere. They're all sold out. Surely... I should pay five hundred dollars resale. They won't. They'll definitely what nice, never. <laughs> what a nice pair of running shoes. Certainly, they'll they will. definitely never go for a hundred dollars on Adidas.com in twenty twenty. Um, the the olive and maroon pairs, which I used to want so 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 bad, but they were going for like two thousand dollars resale. The olive and maroon ultra boosts. They are now available on Adidas.com. The one point <laughs> for like one twenty. Oh. Great shoes, great shoes, but you know, do too- not run in them. Oh, no, my horrible God. for your feet. I shredded this. The, this, they gave me shin splints. Yeah, ultra boosts are not like real running shoes. No, they are not. Those get some Hoka's, suck. get some Asics. If if you're running, buy them from a real running brand, unless you're a marathon yeah. runner, then go with the, the Nike Alpha Fly. But if those you're are the plates, those are the plated ones, yeah, uh, because okay. those are like. It's like a Ferrari on your feet or a, or a Lambo on your feet. But, um, you know, if you're, if you're a day to day runner, who's not trying to, to break two in the marathon, uh, maybe, maybe stick to some Hoka's or some Asics or some new balance. Catch me pulling up next to or like Saucony's. Saucony makes great products. <laughs> pulling up to the, the men's, you know, premier heat at the Boston marathon with eight carbon plates in either shoe. Just looking yep. people. Just <laughs> stacking those midsoles on top of each other. So I spent two grand on this pair of shoes. because. Oh, two grand, dude. No, I, I flipped one of the, uh, the gaming tables for these. <laughs> I took a huge loss and actually paid what I made out or like what I got net out of this gaming table. So I, I lost oh. about 22 grand Had to use the other 18 to, uh, to put this little ensemble together. Yeah, I, I float it to uh, Takashi Murakami. Watch me run a five-hour, 30-minute marathon. Run slash walk. I'd like my to run a marathon. My nipples are bleeding by mile three. <laughs> I'm very fortunate I do not chafe when I run. I don't either, luckily. I just know that, that from that one episode be. of The Office, though. Yeah. Andy. Um, next question. I think we answered this on like our second episode of The Pod Ever. Yeah, like a second question episode, but I guess we'll touch on it. It's again. been a little you while. Signed the papers. Yeah, you signed the papers to ask who are some of your favorite YouTubers slash channels. Uh, favorite channel, obviously, Pair of Kings Pod. Um, I don't know if we have any videos uploaded. Maybe a couple episode previews. Maybe not. I think we have like twenty something subscribers. So thank you to everyone who subscribed to our YouTube channel. Um, Favorite YouTube channels, though. My favorite YouTube channel, I think, on the entire platform is a guy who goes by the name Greenham Gaming. Uh, I know I've talked about this channel on the pod before. It's It kind of flies under the radar. It's this dude, I believe he's from Australia, and he just has such a passion for what he does. He loves showing people that like older machines are still capable. You can have a ton of fun whether it be PC gaming, console gaming, without spending thousands of dollars, mm. or in some cases, even hundreds of dollars. He does like, he shows you what you can run on like a used office computer, basically, and Ooh. still have a ton of fun, like like running old games, uh, stuff like that. And he's super great personality. Um, I think he's uploaded a couple videos this year. Uh, just 
I always am in such a good mood when I watch his videos. So shout out to Greenham Gaming. That's really cool. Thank you. How about you, Solly boy? I'll also, shout out to, to our good friend, uh, Christian Shibetta, yeah, uh, Jackson Cray. Let's see, who what other YouTubers have we? Uh, Karsten. Yeah. Um, Jacob Day from the Discord. Facts. Who else has... Have we have we interviewed any more? Fashion Wankers is starting. Fashion one. Wankers, uh, Federico Barengo. His videos are in Italian, but you know, keep killing it, King. I'm vibing. I'm vibing. I'm, I'm chilling to those. One hundred percent. Yeah, we're you know, fashion YouTube is a really interesting space in itself. Mm-hmm. How about you, Saul? Um, what's your what's your favorite YouTube channel? I gotta go with Steve nineteen eighty nine MRE info. Oh, classic, classic channel. Class act. Man, I know what I'm doing this afternoon. Yo, I used to, I used to fall asleep to them. His voice is so calming. I think I could fall asleep to, to Greenham's voice as well. Okay. Uh, He just, he's so chill. He just sits there, eats his little MREs. Let's get this out into a tray. Nice. Every time I do, (laughs) I wait for it. I wait for it. I'm, I'm over there. I'm over there praying that he says the magic words. Nope. I love it. Uh, shout out to Binging with Babish as well. Great channel. Yeah. And shout out to Geo Babish. We love you, Babby. Um, what else? Sean Evans, I think, does a great job with Hot Ones. He's, yeah. he's down to do it. And shout out Joe LaPuma, man. Free our boy. Free Joe LaPuma. We know you're not Joe letting LaPuma. him have fun on set. We know you guys are feeding him a script and he has to read it. Free Joe LaPuma. They've got like a, they've got a, They've got like um, an intern just there with like a gun pointing it at Joe Lapuma. Oh if he gosh. smiles once, they pull the trigger. No. Oh man, but you know, we uh, we love us some some YouTube. That's how I spend a lot of my free time, especially mm-hmm. like back in the day. Also, saw yeah. your TikToks blowing up. What? It's at a hundred and ninety-one likes out of nowhere. Really? FYP season. Saul's going and getting his phone so we can see. Oh god! I apologize it. for I, checking my phone mid pod, but I uh, I missed a call with my therapist. L. Ah. Uh, but yes, we we do have a TikTok now. Um, slight slight distraction. I, I happened to check my phone. I saw Saul's TikTok was popping, <laughs> but uh, we follow at Pair of Kings Pod on TikTok. We uh will make content occasionally, and that's a promise. <laughs> we we may or may not we may or TikTok. may not occasionally make content and that is a promise uh, moving right down the list how much more fun would fashion be if you could switch over to third person point of view and this comes from gg joe star that's a good question um, i think i'd be just appreciating my fits way more like, bro Yo. i'd spend hours looking at my dump truck of an ass <laughs> for real There'd be no reason to ever look at anybody else's fit. I can see myself in the third person. It's over. Yep, it's over. I'm not paying attention to anybody else's outfits because I dress how I like to dress. And I'd be, yo. be like, yo, do you see this dude's fit? It's crazy. Cardi B has absolutely nothing on me. I'm out not sure all, baby. For real, for real. Um, but yeah, all I think my that'd be fun. If you could switch to third person. It would be. Um, I would saw a video be- once driving in third person that sounds terrifying they blinded the windshield it was in like a very open area 
Um, they blinded the windshield, set up a camera like above the car, like scorpion tail above the car. Okay. And yeah, it was like driving in a video game. Like you, and they, instead of a dashboard or like a windshield, they had a screen showing what was happening. And it was like driving in a video game. That I sounds thought terrible. It'd be kind of fun though. If you're I'm in like so an open scared. area and they set yeah. up like cones and stuff to see how the reaction time would be, but that'd be crazy. Wouldn't that depend on the latency of the, the video feed? Most definitely. I think it was off okay. by a little bit. So they were smack camming some cones. Okay. I, I think fashion would be a blast if it was, uh, if it was it would third be. person. Next question coming from Sean, a.k.a. Elon Musk. Still Shout out Sean. Name. Uh, he said, what devil fruit from One Piece would you like to eat? I actually have not seen any of One Piece. Bro, it gets good around episode 628. That's what I hear. I hear oh, 628's a banger. Uh, I just finished part three of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, a.k.a. Stardust Crusaders. Best anime of all time. I love it so much. Really? It's so good. I, I'm so sad that it's over. Although I've watched the first episode of part four and it seems really cool too. Okay. I gotta, I gotta get back into it. I haven't, um, I haven't watched past part like four and a half. I just, I, I don't know why I just dropped off. Okay. And that happens with me. I get into shows and then just stop watching them all of a sudden. But yeah. Saul, what devil fruit from one piece would you love to eat? Um. Okay. So I've watched some of One Piece. I've watched a lot of like the, the strong ones. Um, there's the, uh, what is it? The the barrier one. I forget what it's called. Uh, you can make a barrier like anywhere. Um, and the dude's name is Bartholomew. Uh, Bartholomew or something. It's a cool um, name. He's a beast though. He stood still and just took, took everybody out. Um, and then also shout out to one of the coolest villains in all of One Piece, uh, Don Quixote da Flamingo. Um, Whoa, he that's a sick the, name what is it called uh i don't know the name it's always it's always like stringy stringy no me but it's it's something like the string fruit or the the thread fruit i don't know um it's sick though he can make like little threads and he just rips people apart um he like once controlled an entire city like marionettes Whoa. He had strings on him he's a beast that's freaky he's like um in Hunter Hunter, there's a guy who uses strings. Or no, wait, is it Hunter Hunter? It's um, there's one guy who uses strings, and he's a butler. It might be in Black Butler. I forget. Okay. Uh, Black Butler string. Uh, Black Butler. I think it is. Uh, Regardless. Yeah. Moving anyway. down the list, another question from Sean. Uh, what is the most visually appealing media you've ever watched? TV show, movie, anime, short? Uh, anything by Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Um, it's just everything is so lovingly made. Um, yeah, they, those, one, honestly, most of those were hand-colored. Yeah. The, each frame in, in Ghibli movies. So what about, what about WALL-E? The movie that was designed to sell Blu-ray players. I mean, it's not like better than a Studio Ghibli film. It's beautiful, but it also looks like a Pixar movie. That it does. Um, oh yeah, I got to give a shout out to Studio Ghibli Films as well. Uh, You're going to say Over the Garden Wall? Over the Garden Wall is gorgeous. JoJo's is gorgeous. Uh, mm -hmm. Just there's so much more attention to detail, I think, in uh, in Japanese animation. 
as far as the like the color choice and the outfits mm-hmm. shading especially in jojo's like the shading adds a lot to yeah. it um and yeah i think i think that they're i, I was gonna say i want to shout out um um breath of the wild Good oh God. yes there have been very few video games where I just run around for the sake of running around just because it, it yeah. looks pretty banger. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. That is a gorgeous game. I haven't played that in a while. I need to get back into VOTW. I need um, to do the, um, um, DLC. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. Anyway, next question coming from Joe Mountier. Um, this was pretty hotly debated. Mm-hmm. Not even hotly. I think they just came up with answers that were pretty good um, in the Discord. Uh, but he asked, if you had to style one mob for Minecraft, what mob would you choose and how would you style it? <laughs> uh, well, the villagers are already wearing like Rick tunics. <laughs> so they're set. Um, I think just the maybe the zombie needs a little little upgrade. The okay. fit's the fit's been you know they've been wearing that for however many years Minecraft's been out. Uh, maybe we 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 switch it up a little bit. Maybe make it a little, you know, a little harder to see at night. We we black it out. Make it a little <laughs> bit of a challenge. They uh they're in like a tech wear type beat. Um, yeah, I think I think the zombie is the way to go for that. Just specifically based on fact that they've been you know they've been recycling the same fit for the last what 15 years how long i don't know how long minecraft's been out probably it's been out for a long 11 time. years like oh nine feels like when minecraft came the i don't zombies know these in undercover last scream of zamyang zamyang it's the it's the black leather jacket that everybody likes yeah i, I don't know the pronunciation but okay. you know that's a that, that was definitely a hotly contested question um, I have what, an answer that nobody said. Let's hear it. Uh, dog in Tom Brown dog attire. Oh, wolf, I guess they're wolf. wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody That's said a great that. option. Whack. Whack pick. Nobody said that. Man. They, they defend you to their dying breath. You're not going to give them any drip. Whack. Yeah. They deserve to be swagged out. They do. I've been, I've been playing a little Minecraft here and there the last like couple weeks fun game to always go back to and it is goof around um but blasting down the list uh this question comes from teat farm aka nico shout out to you nico uh what is the weirdest thing you saw being pushed on the explore page i.e cereal and milk sneakers gunna stylist comically oversized coats creepy cgi nav renders I have a um, very solid answer for this. I was going to say this stupid thing called Pair of Kings podcast. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is that? They <laughs> appear in my Explore page on, like, my my main account. I see posts from the pod on the Explore page. I'm like... <laughs> you really? Yeah. I always like That's them. That's I always okay. support. I'm like, well, I've already liked the post anyway, but it's like, you know. Hey, algorithm, show this to more people, please. Um, but... My the weirdest thing I've ever seen is this video. It's just bringing me so much pain. Um, I saw it on TikTok at first. It's this like LV Supreme Among Us character, and the someone's like holding a shotgun, and it says like 
AirPod shoddy, gonna catch a body, oh, looking kind of yes. sussy, and they shoot the Among Us character with an AirPod, and it's just like the peak of consumerism coming together, culminating in one piece of horrible content. Yeah, it almost you know like that. That would be the thing to make me delete oh, Instagram. No, I have I have the crown jewel. What is it? What do we got? There's this video I have saved. I don't, it's deep in my saved. It's like 2015. And it's okay. this guy, this country guy. And he just goes, we're going to send this rat to the moon, boys. And he fires a rat out of like an air cannon. And oh, it God. disappears vertically. It goes so far. Oh you gosh. lose sight of it. In That's the video. so sad. It's incredible. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it lived. I'm sure it's fine. I don't think it did. I think that's <laughs> hurtling back to earth and just oh dear i'll see if i can find it if you want to see it i don't want to see it but thank you okay <laughs> yeah uh next question coming from rorschach wearing capital love that name if the yeah. world was most apocalyptic tomorrow what shoe would you choose to wear and why i think i would go i i flame the shoe for its excessive technology but the new i can't remember what it's called the acg like the mid top Road like, no the ankle cut the ones that have the carbon plate in them. Oh, I can't okay. remember what they're called. Um, but I think those Looking would be a spectacular. In. They're Gore-Tex. They um, have the carbon plate in them. So they will literally make you run faster. Uh, I think they might be like. The mountain flies? Mountain fly. Bingo. Okay, yeah. I'm on. Yeah. Those are the ideal post-apocalyptic shoe. You will have speed. Yeah. You will have waterproofed. And you will be swagged out on camera for the for the apocalypse. Saint Laurent stiletto roller skates for me. Ooh, yes, classic. So I'll just lean into get, it. I need to get into the end game of the the apocalypse, where it's like you know three years in, and everybody's like you know wearing their ratty. You're like a CCC boss at some stuff. like some compound. Bro, You're on a I throne come in somewhere. Full suit skating in i've mastered the shoes by then that's my three years yeah you're I like you're like a mini boss in a fallout game yeah i've got like a samurai sword that i'm actually good with somehow <laughs> and people are just terrified of me i take like taxes for something wow i'm not a bad guy i i they just call I you kill like, everybody who's yeah. evil wow i'm into and that i've grown my hair out too oh and leo's there too he has a matching pair we skate around wow yeah i really like that that is that's that's like the base for you could make a video game based off of that where you play that character that'd be cool final question from the discord <laughs> wait if death stranding wasn't hard enough you strap roller skates to roller skates it's, it's climbing over. up a mountain in the rain where like crazy <laughs> robot enemies are chasing you and you have no weapon uh and also ghosts are coming out of the ground and there's a baby strapped to your chest that game slaps uh, anyways, <laughs> moving down the list. Final question for the Discord coming from our good friend Musty. Saul, what's his what's his name? I can't say. Musty bitch. To. Yeah, shout out Musty. Uh, Cardi is obviously fashion's vampire, but if you had to model your style off a mythical creature, which one would it be? Easy, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Ooh, you mix in it's the Rick so with the easy. Morty. Mix the Rick with the Morty, absolutely. Um, I think like a centaur would be really cool Ooh, like a lot of pony hair stuff a lot of pony hair uh maybe i get four legs who knows um <laughs> i'm surprised no one's ever done a centaur on the runway that'd be cool 
that, it's that's... just two guys in a in a poorly done horse costume. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> that would slap for sure. Um, I could see Gucci doing it. Oh, most definitely. Contact Alessandro Michel. Yeah, you know, send a quick DM. Hey, yeah. um, we are a pair What's of up, Kings bro? podcast. You've probably heard of us. Uh, can we be a centaur on the runway? We will flip a coin to see who gets which part of. The I have to take the back end with the, this ass of my job. Oh yeah, cheeked up. Um, <laughs> but thank you to everyone in our Discord for submitting those questions. If you would like to join yeah, the Discord, so DM us a T Pain lyric. It's easy, and uh, we'll we'll send you an invite. It'll be fun old time. We have some questions from the Instagram. Uh, yeah. Another very important part of the Pair of Kings ecosystem. Saul, start us off, man. Petitioning the empty sky, exactly how it is sound about, asks, who will win the archive page wars and unite all dunk and bapesta picks? Probably uh, the homie young Starbeam. Yeah. You know, cool. definitely like you have the archive stuff and then you have a take a step back give take on instagram as a whole the fact that it's controlling all of our lives uh i think star would be would be the champion of the archive page wars and hopefully comes on the pod one of these times Do you think at the next like logan paul boxing thing Starbeam's is gonna fight little jupiter and and hit a new york Ooh, cage match winner takes all yeah free like free for all there's like get all the all the archive pages involved I would definitely we and we would be the announcers. We'd be oh like, my god, we'd be the Joe Rogan like esports announcers for oh, but for boxing. Well, I guess like I've shoutcasted League of Legends before. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, that is uh, it was fun. I tapped into your stream one time. You, yeah, you you're said, streaming why for they yeah. playing Teemo. Yeah, I think I said it's that like about four time. times and then left. <laughs> Classic. That's all I know about League is that Teemo's the best character. Um, not the best character moving down the list this question <laughs> comes from johnny st4rm johnny saint arm maybe i don't know regardless uh they ask what would you wear on a fishing trip no budget um i don't know like functional i'm not wearing like mm-hmm. capital shit i'm just wearing stuff that'll keep me like like just full cortex and, head to toe yeah it's waterproof. Um, I'd wear like real fishing clothes. I feel like yeah. kind of a boring answer, um, but maybe like some Ann Wander stuff. I think they like they're not fishing design, but I think they do good outerwear. And I just don't think that they're like functional. Ann Wander, they're made it, for like it... hiking, very outdoorsy brand. Okay, okay. I don't know. I just, they're very I expensive, but like if I if I fall in, which I inevitably will, because yeah. my motor control is poor. Like I'm not going to be miserable for the rest of the vacation. I, I want like a real. You have to be Gore-Texed out if you're if yeah. you're going to be fishing in a boat. If you're fishing on the shore, boring. that's a different thing. Or if you're fishing off a dock, you kind of. If I'm if I'm dock fishing, I'm going full capital probably. Yeah, that'd be fun. Dock fishing is easy. Oh yeah. Um, dock fishing also what I call sitting in front of the art school and and dangling a uh, pack of Newports on a fishing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was wondering where this was going. <laughs> Holy moly. That's hilarious. I brought it around. Next question coming from Andres.insley, I-N-S-L-E-Y, asks, what's your favorite piece from any capital collection ever? Ooh. That's a tough one. Um, probably the 
Hmm. I love the smiley face denim. Okay. I think that's like such a fun piece and it really embodies the aesthetic capital has. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm a relatively happy person. So I think it would fit my aesthetic pretty <laughs> well as well if they weren't like a G. But, uh, but yeah, I think I think oh, smiley yeah. face denim is, is definitely my pick. How about you? Hmm. Um, the I think it was 20. I don't know. I, I think do such a bad job of cataloging their collections. Uh, it's the mermaid ring coat. Oh the yeah. One that I've been wanting yeah, to the, buy for forever. You're the, the lover of the ring coat. I mean, they're spectacular, but you, especially uh, you, yeah. you love. They've got love some good deals on capital stuff on the real real, by the way. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe check that out and use code real for 20% off real, real. Give us yeah. money for saying that. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. I just love capital in general, so it's kind of hard to uh, to pick. But moving down the list, this question comes from Dyke underscore Princess. Worst collab ever. And if you had two hundred dollars for a fit you had to wear twenty four seven, what would you buy? Uh, okay, I'm gonna take these in order. Okay. Worst collab ever would be uh, V Lone X anybody. The one that they did with Juice World is the Joker. I think might be the worst thing that I've ever seen created. Unironically. Yep. Um, two hundred dollars for a fit. Uh, I'm going to Uniqlo and I'm getting. You know, basic T-shirt, basic pants, basic jacket. That's what seventy-five dollars, and then I'm getting mm-hmm. like a comfortable pair of shoes. Um, I don't know. I can find some shoes on sale or something. And, Definitely. You know, just something that I'm gonna like. Maybe honestly, like Roshi runs. Yeah, that's a good option. Comfortable. They last for a decently long time. Like, they're a great they pair of shoes. Fine. Yeah, I'll be like the the brunch wave. You know, like the guys who wear like the pants that are too tight, the shirts that are too tight. And then like throw some salmon on it, air force ones or something yep. and then ask for extra avocado. Yes. And the, the hat with like the flat, like the flat brimmed cowboy hat. Yes. Yes. Yeah. John knows their arms are like blasting out of their, their t-shirt sleeves. They only lift biceps yep. and chest, um, <laughs> but <laughs> if I had $200 for fit, I think I would probably do um, like Levi's 501s mm. or Dickie's 874s um, on top. Probably just like a plain black t-shirt, like a Hanes t-shirt. Um, and then I'd probably do something more fun with the jacket. Maybe find something from the thrift or like secondhand from the real real or grailed or bestiaire or John flip find something that's like kind of, kind of snazzy. And then as far as the shoes go, we would go. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe like a pair of like new balances. I think I would find some, some lower priced newbies on sale for like 60 bucks and then add that to the, to the ensemble. It'd probably max out right around 200. I'd use whatever's left over to buy the jacket, but yeah, I think, I think that's what I would do. And the worst collab ever, I I realize now I'm doing this in reverse order is like Saul said, anything V-Loan related. Yeah. Fuck V-Loan for worst, worst brand. 
literally the worst brand. They're the villains of the fashion world, and not in like a fun like. Not in a fun oh, way. They're on screen way. Yeah. Like in bad. a like in a please disappear and never return way. Yes, well said. Yeah. Um, next question coming from Pod Alum Owen, whose whose Instagram username is OK Kalinic or Kalinic. I think it's Kalinic. I'm not positive of the pronunciation. Favorite type of neck, mock turtle, round, etc. I'm a huge turtleneck fan. I don't wear them outside of the winter time, just due to temperature reasons. But I love the turtleneck, uh, and then you can't go wrong with the crew neck as well. You sure. know. Uh, how about you? Uh big turtle guy. I mm-hmm. like I like mock necks too. I don't know. They oh, make definitely. your neck look really long, and they make you look tall. It's true. So. Um, shout out to the, the scoop neck too. And the V neck classic. No, don't shout out the V neck. Oh my God. I used to wear V necks. That's why I'm giving it a shout out because you got to remember your roots. All I, I too wore V necks back in the day. Yeah. Nothing like a deep V. Rough time, dark times for us. However, life, life moves on. That it does. Uh, next question coming from good friend of the pod. Cole, aka Hot Product Studios, hot.product.studios. Uh, what is the most played out colorway or single color of 2020? All black. And I fall into this. Really? Trap, so please stop wearing all black. Yeah, I, I say that more to myself too. It's just so easy to do. And it like it's so easy to put together a fit in that way. Yeah, and I true. think that they get way too much gas. I think it takes a lot more skill and a lot more imagination to put together a fit that is not all black Mm -hmm. you're not pushing yourself if you're but you know that's some people's aesthetic for sure uh i think i'm just gonna go colorway i think the shattered backboard colorway is really played out at this point i love orange and black i think it's a great combo i just think it you know they they do like a new shattered backboard one every two years and i think it's about time to just there's like the shattered backboard 4.0s are coming out next year. Okay. Yeah. And I think just much. because of that, it's like, we don't need the 4.0 of a Jordan one. Yeah. Society has moved past the need for the 4.0 <laughs> of any Jordan one. We um, truly, you live in a society, John. We do. We live in a society where Jordan ones are retailing for 170 and then it's 200 for the 85 versions. That's insane. That, that shoe, yeah. like the fact that the dunk is a hundred dollars, and it's basically the same it's shoe. Right? For the high tops, it's 110. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep, yep. But the Dunk High and the Jordan 1 are essentially the same shoe if they're both made of leather. Like materials-wise, if anything, the Dunk has more material going into it. Mm. And the Jordan 1 High 85 is almost twice the price. That's true. Yeah. That is, that's the hype tax that they're adding on because they <laughs> the know people are going to pay it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think the Shattered Backboard... I like the colorway. I think black and orange is spectacular combo but just the fact that the uh the shattered backboard 4.0 has leaked we're past that we don't need yeah. that um it's, it's a not, lot but it's time for a darius triple crown it is darius half three questions we're gonna go one darius two, three. dot half seven on instagram darius dot half seven um we're gonna go one two three john's gonna bounce them back to me let's blast into them john first mm-hmm. question what is the best board or card game in your opinion Uno. Ooh, okay. Next question. What is the best Grammy, or sorry, what is the worst Grammy snub of all time? Blade. Never won a Grammy. What is your ideal breakfast meal? Um, Kind of depends on the day. I think okay. 
like blueberry pancakes is always going to be appreciated by me. Okay. Or uh, Canadian bacon. Love Canadian bacon. Saul, what is the best border card game in your opinion? Um, backgammon. Ah. What is the worst Grammy sum of all time? Uh, when Besides Tupac Butterfly lost to Macklemore. Yep, that that's the actual one. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And then Macklemore uploaded the screenshot of him texting Kendrick Lamar that he should have won. Like the pity party. Them. Insane. Uh, yeah. And then what is your ideal breakfast meal? Uh, bacon, eggs, avocado. Easy. Nice. Very Coffee millennial of well. you. Yeah. Is that millennial? Just the inclusion of avocado. Oh, okay. Fair enough. It's classic, but no, great breakfast. All right. So our next question comes from OG friend of the pod, Sebastian on Instagram at Sebastian underscore M underscore B. Are the Kings early owls or night birds? Ooh, uh, I'm a bit of a night owl depending on the time, but recently because of my job, I've had to start waking up earlier. So I guess both. I'm um, an early guy for sure. I mean, I, okay. I do stay up late too, but I function way better early in the day. Interesting. Yeah, I get work done better, but I also yeah. have more fun and I think I'm more imaginative later at night. Oh yeah, I'm more definitely more fun at night, but mm-hmm. morning is productivity time for me, definitely. Like I would purposefully schedule 8 a.m.s in college just so I could like get it done, which was not particularly fun. One semester I had 8 a.m.s Monday through Friday, um, which was a little harsh, but you know, it's a good preparation for the real world uh, which I am not currently a part of considering I'm a fashion podcast host but maybe someday Uh, but yeah great question Sebastian Saul would you like to continue the questions I would my bad it's all good a little bit discombobulated I peed nice yeah Isaac M. Gonzo (laughs) wrong question yep Sorry, I saw your thing. Oh, I'm sorry, John. Oh, okay. you're good, man. All right. I am not going to try to say this because I'm going to mess it up. K-A-N-A-N-R-E-N-G-A-R-A-J-U. I'm, so, I'm just not going to pronounce that because I'm going to mess it up. I'm also so sorry for butchering the order. Thoughts on rowing blazers? Um. It's not something I that fits with my like outfit aesthetic personally. Okay. Um, but I think it's a really interesting brand. I listened to the episode of Throwing Fits. Shout out to the homies over there. Um, they interviewed the creator of Rowing Blazers, and it was a really cool episode. And it is genuinely rooted in rowing culture. The mm-hmm. the guy who made it, it was a rower at Georgetown. Yeah, he was a rower, and he was a really a cool guy. Robot. Um, yeah, yeah, he was the, the yeller, but, um, he was a really, really cool guy. And that like definitely put me onto the brand more and I think they make good quality stuff, but, um, yeah, definitely. How about you? Uh, I've met him. He's a really nice guy. Oh, nice. Um, I'm a fan. I, I don't know. I like their blazers a lot. I don't think the super color one, uh, colorful ones are for me, but I like the the trimmed ones, like the navy with the white trim. Yeah, the quality like the seems really solid. Yeah, he's also just a nice guy. I've had some of their hats. The hats nice. are well made. Where did you meet um, him? Uh, I met him at a party at the Explorers Club in New York City. Cool. Um, it's a place for people who actually do exploration and like 
things like that. Um, I got invited because it was the launch party for Ryan Blazers. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, he was really nice though. Um, yeah, I, I I think I could have taken a hat, but I didn't. Um, and then I just bought it myself. So look at you supporting. Love to see it. Um, yeah, supporting the homies. Most definitely. Uh, moving down the list, this one. This question comes from victim underscore doa. Who's the better gamer? Definitely saw. Really? Oh yeah. So you play League. It doesn't make me a good gamer. That makes me somebody with anger management issues. But like, <laughs> you definitely have better like quick twitch reactions. I feel like than I do in gaming, just because of the fact that you have played however many hours of League. I've played too many hours of League. Because I don't have that game where I've played thousands of hours of. Really? Yeah, I don't have, like, my highest time is probably, like, 100 hours in Breath of the Wild in a single okay. game. I mean, I've played, like, party games. Like, I've played Wii Sports for way longer than 100 hours, and I've played, like, uh, I Mario Party 7. You up in Wii Sports. Everyone thinks, everyone, everyone thinks they could beat everybody else in Wii Sports. I got really good at Wii Sports Golf, which is the hardest. So I've hit multiple hole in ones in Wii Sports Golf. Yeah, but what's your 18 round? I don't. I don't know these things off top. Maybe I should. I'm going off the rip, bro. Um, but yeah, I think Saul's definitely the better gamer. Interesting. I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to have like a. I think I can't remember. We did play Smash back in February. I can't remember how that went. You beat me in a bunch of games. Okay. I was playing Jigglypuff and like trying stuff, but you still smacked me. Well, the fact that you're playing Jigglypuff, it's you know Jigglypuff it's... is my main. Really? Oh, I thought yeah. you were playing it as a joke. Oh no, I, I picked her, I, I pulled up random like uh what is it like random um smash character generator and, and it, you it. got and I was like, well, the puff, Jigglypuff main. The, the clutch puff. Dude, um puff is fun. Puff's a lot of fun. If you get uh, if you hit someone with a rest, that's a wonderful feeling yeah um but My anyways feeling. saul's definitely the better gamer interesting okay maybe we'll have to have a wii sports gauntlet that'd be fun yeah patreon exclusive uh, content whipping it back around yes uh, to I, I listen i'm in the future john i didn't ask the wrong question i'm just yeah you're just living in the you're future two steps so ahead this is my past my presence is a president kiss my ass um Huge. yeah could we send you guys clothes absolutely Yes. Uh, just DM us if you want to send us clothes, and mm-hmm. we will gladly accept them and give them an honest review mm-hmm. for our podcast listeners and Instagram all followers. you're going to get is an honest review, though. All if you're going to get is an honest review. review. All I'm going to say is that's Dems the breaks. And if you're sending them out, just like thank you, first of all, yeah. for, for taking the time. But I mean, we do appreciate that. Um, but yeah, if, if anyone is a designer wants to send us some clothes for uh, for us to wear and all that jazz, all the things you do with clothes, like wear them, mm-hmm. hit the DMs. Um, moving down the list, though, this question comes from Raymond Johnson Jensen. What is something you used to really want but don't want at all now? Um, I don't know. Anything fear of God and also Yeezys. Yeah, I think Yeezys are probably my big one. Um, I was pretty into Yeezys back in the day, and they just—they're still cool. They just aren't on my radar at all. 
Um, I don't know. Same with Ultra Boost, stuff like that. NMDs. NMDs are my pick. I used to Ooh. really want NMDs. And I still love the shoe. I think it's a really cool shoe. But it just has fallen off so hard. Uh, are there any that are actually reselling? Is it just the human races? I have no idea if any of them are reselling at all. I have just I've been very disconnected from the Adidas ecosystem for a number of years now. Um, but you know, Adidas, Adidas wants to hire me, I will get reconnected with that ecosystem very quickly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great question, oh, though, Ray. Thank very you. Very good question. We have a second question from Raymond Johnson Jensen. He asks, how have you improved style and personality-wise over the past five years? Um, it's That's definitely subjective to, to whoever you ask, but I think both have improved pretty dramatically. Um, I've become much less introverted, I suppose much more extroverted over the past five years, which could be good or bad depending on who you ask, but I'm definitely more confident in who I am, what I do, everything like that. Um, and I think that kind of coincides with my style. Like I wear mm. what I like now. I'm not wearing, I mean, some of it's still like what's hyped, but I'm really going after what strikes me as interesting uh, mm-hmm. in a design and brand perspective. And, cool. you know, I'm, I'm very happy with the, the comparison of John now to John five years ago. They're both, they're both great versions of John, but I'm, I like where I'm at now. Yeah. How about you, Saul? Thank you. Um, I dressed like somebody who looked at archive pages and archive pages only because um, I like bought and resold Yeezys. That was like the, and I want to dress like a Jerry boy and I want to dress like the SLP boys. Look at me. I have money. Um, I, my attitude was pretty repulsive too. It was just kind of like an asshole. I, you know, I'll readily admit that. Um, you know, judge people on what they wore was kind of like snotty. Like I just wasn't a nice person. I'm, I'm okay saying that because I, you know, I wasn't, and that's, it's okay to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I've come into my own personality wise. Like I'm a lot more comfortable being me. Um, and I'm a lot more comfortable with the me that I am. Um, you know, I'm a nerd that plays Dungeons and Dragons in his free time. I have a fashion podcast. I like goofing around, you know, all that, all that good stuff. Um, I think the pod does help with confidence. Like just the fact that we're public speaking in Mm -hmm. a public space on the internet twice a week, that does a lot for my confidence as a person. Yeah. I mean, also in like your ability to like present opinions and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, just convey your thoughts even. Yeah, Um, absolutely. I definitely agree there. Um, Look at us. Look at all the accomplishments. Look at all those chickens. Look at Um, all those chickens. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like that's kind of my my whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Thank you, Raymond, for those two great questions. Those are really interesting retrospective to, to look at. Uh, and let's look into the future. This question comes from Pod alum Etienne, aka the Digital Cowboy. What are you trying to achieve for the near future? Um, damn. Uh, world domination. Obviously, uh, fighting uh, fighting one of the Paul brothers <laughs> on in a boxing match. 
and not losing like Nate Robinson who got uh he got clapped. He got more than Nate. Clapped. What he happened? Sleep by Jake Paul, dude. You know how what embarrassing happened? that is? Jake Paul, bro. Jake, Jake Paul, Paul put you to sleep. The problem child has become the something something. I watched that clip too many times, bro. Man. Your head hitting the mat, dude. That was that was a tough thing to watch. Nate Robinson, three-time dunk contest champion, eleven-year NBA veteran, got knocked out by YouTube veteran <laughs> Jake Paul. So yeah, dude, you got you got KO'd by a Vine star. Accomplishments for the near future are training to defeat one of the Paul brothers in a sponsored boxing match, um, which I will not do. I'm not a fighter by any means. You're a lover. Somewhere, uh, I'm a potter. <laughs> what I, if they start a podcast? Do they have a podcast? They probably. I'm sure they've appeared on podcasts. They've probably been on Joe Rogan. I would not be surprised if Joe Rogan I hate had, Joe Rogan, uh, dude. I've sucks. never listened to an episode. I was not aware there were other podcasts for a long time. Mm. But shout out yeah. to our boys throwing fits. Shout out to our boys. Um, our but, next question. Ooh, yeah. I'm sorry. I was going to say, in reality, I want to get a job. That's, yeah. that's what I'm trying to achieve in the near future. Yeah. Uh, if you have either free clothes or a job for John, slide into the DMs. Yeah, hit, us, hit me up. I will... Uh, <laughs> Wear your clothes or work hard for you. <laughs> Our next question coming from N-A-Y-R underscore Ekmel, E-K-M-E-L. Uh, they ask, if you could join any band, past or present, what band would you join? Um, probably like, obviously the, the go-to choice is the Grateful Dead. So you can <laughs> just like try to shut it down internally. <laughs> Our the, sleeper cell, the sleeper cell, and the Grateful Dead be like, um, just make an announcement at the beginning of the concert. Uh, actually, we're done, or this is, <laughs> we're we're just gonna pack it up. This is it for the band. Now, all respect to the Grateful Dead and the Deadheads. It's just fun to joke. Uh, in actuality, which band would I join? Uh, probably Vanga Boys. I'd be in Boom Boom oh. Boom Boom. I want you in my room. Classic song, and they also did the Six Flags song. I think that'd they be did. a really fun like group to, to be a part of. I've read something about them. I think they're only together as a band for like a year or something. I, made a I think bunch two of years, yeah. Two years. Were you telling me that maybe? No. I can't remember. Maybe it was, I think it was my brother who was telling me that the Vanga Boys were very short-lived, but interesting career for for their for their squad. Who would you pick, Saul? Uh, okay. This is me dreaming answer, Daft Punk. Nice. Um, I feel like I could be like under a helmet and just be like the hype man. Or realistically, the chain smokers. I could probably say I'm in the chain smokers. We could be the chain smokers for Halloween. Yo, wait. Can we're we, two dark haired we, white men. We could take a picture we, just wearing normal clothes, <laughs> post it on October 31st, and say we're, we're the chain smokers for Halloween. Can we do that on the pod account? Just post yeah, a that'd photo be hilarious. Of us, the, the chain smokers. The chain smokers. <laughs> Prove that we're not. Yeah, we held like, the, the concert in the half. We're like, everyone we were holding this back for a long time we have a huge announcement to make we are the chain smokers oh my god oh my gosh you can't say that we're not though you can't say that we are not the chain smokers oh, man. oh my god anyway that's so yeah. funny that fuck of the chain smokers 
Wow, that is. You think we could get Cole to make a shirt that's just photos of us and it says the chains? That would be that'd be great <laughs> pod merch. That's genius. Um, anyways, moving down the list, this question comes from JW underscore Salisbury, S A L I S B U R Y. What do you think of irony in fashion? Is it mocking people who wear things too sincerely? I think mockery always has its place, honestly. I think it, yeah, I think it definitely irony belongs in fashion because we can't take ourselves too seriously. Like yeah. I wear stuff that's so goofy on a regular basis. I know I do. Like yeah. I own head to toe leopard print. <laughs> I don't need to own head to toe leopard print, but I do. And for that reason alone, I think irony is very important in fashion. Yeah. I think satire and irony are like mainstays of anything really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And everything like different things are going to seem ironic to different people because mm-hmm. you may be rooted in a different aesthetic as far as your clothing and your style goes. And then you see something that's on the other end of the, of the, uh, of the scale. And you're like, Oh, that's, that's funny and ironic, but you have your, your brands like Vetmont and Balenciaga that do it on a, on a big scale and on a very expensive scale. But then you have little uh, little mom and pop shops like our good friend Cole Cordell over at Hot Product Studios, who's who's creating ironic pieces of clothing in his own in his own right. And you have like mm-hmm. the middle ground, like Imran Potato, who does have this huge audience, but is creating like post-ironic cease and desist bait for designer brands. Also come on the pod. Also come on the pod, Imran. Um, next question coming from white underscore orchid, except the W in white is two Ds. Whoa. They ask, what is the greatest boot in existence? Calvin Klein 205 West 39 NYC <laughs> text boot in dark turquoise spazzolato leather. He knows his stuff, ladies and gents. That's all <laughs> that's, I'll say. That's my favorite boot of all time. Yeah. I mean, you, you know what you like. I do. Saul, what is your favorite boot? Um, I don't know. The uh, Calvin Klein boots are pretty cool. I like the ones with the pony hair, like the Dalmatian ones. Nice, Looks pretty dope. Um, best boot. I really don't know. Um, I think it depends on your taste. I don't think that I can I can definitively give. I don't know. Like the Margella tabby boots are sick. Tabby, yeah, tabby. those are those are an all time classic. Um. Boots are another thing that I didn't really think about up until recent, like more recently, because I was been a sneaker guy for so long. It's like brunch core. If you it is wrong. brunch core, um, I could I could wear the text boots to to a brunch and shut it down. Be like, yo, are you taking fit pics in the mirrored toes right now? Yeah, you still I, haven't done that. Why not? Because like you can't really tell. It's more of a joke. Like you can basically see my face and it looks like a funhouse mirror. In the toes. Take it, take it in the mirror, and I'll edit it in. In the, in the, uh, whenever I do actually upload those to the main, I do have a fit planned for them, but it's definitely a summertime thing. So maybe next summer. Okay. I will include in the carousel because obviously there's going to be more than one photo. You got to appreciate those boots. I will include a mirror pick in the toe. Mm. Okay. I'll bring those out when we go to LA. I'll get my fit pick in those. That's definitely in some you wear if you're in LA. You gotta go to LA. We're going to LA, man. If anyone so. is in LA and wants to hang out with us next year, we'll probably be there. For like a weekend. For like a weekend. 
and we'll and we'll be we'll be visiting Potalum for most of it. But you never know. Saul, we are coming down to the end of these questions. Final two. Final two. Uh, this question comes from Jack's domain. Also ask questions in the cord. Little little double trouble today. Um, do you think clothing has intrinsic value, or do you think culture gives it its value? Why? Both. Um, I agree. I don't know. There's 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 intrinsic value to like leather and mm-hmm. sequin. Silk. You know, like silk. Yeah. Like fine goods. Yeah. I mean, that's stuff that's been like you know coveted throughout time. You know, you like have a you know you have a pair of off white Jordan ones that cost. <laughs> $17 to $25 in raw material and it's selling for five grand. Like, yeah, that was, that was basing those numbers off of like the smallest size to the largest size. probably, <laughs> I don't know. I actually do not know what the raw materials of a shoe cost, but it might not even be that much. Or I think it's around more. $25. Okay. So we're going to go with 25 bucks and then people are buying that shoe for like, I don't even know what the market's at right now. Probably like six or seven grand. Um, I will. I will check as we speak, but you have stuff like that where it's like, yeah, this is the complete opposite of the, of the scale where this item is important because it uh, is hyped. Yeah. I don't know. It's a double, double edged sword. That's not really a sword. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a double sided coin. Mm. Yes. I don't really know what to say. Like there is intrinsic value in clothing, but yeah. culture gives them additional value. It's I think it's rare for the intrinsic value to be reflected in the price of the article of clothing. I think you could say that for some some Hermes stuff where the leather is such high quality. However, you are paying for the markup and the whatever. And the brand association said, and the, the prestige like, yeah. of an Hermes item. My mother has had an Hermes sweater that was gifted to her at the age of 19. She still okay. has it. And it looks like she bought it like last year. That's amazing. Yeah. So take from that what you will. Their stuff is very well made. Is it worth, you know, $87,000 for a gaming table? Probably not. But mm, will that not. gaming table probably be passed down? I don't know. I have eight of them. So yeah. We'll see. We will see. Um, a lot of grandkids. <laughs> so as I was looking up earlier, the off-whites are like five to 6,000. Oh, perfect. Okay, so right. naturally, cost of materials is heavily reflected in that. Yep. Final question. Last question. Yeah, it's a big one. It is big a big fun. one. I, I usually, because uh, I do IG questions, I usually like transplant a fun one at the end. Yeah, I like it. Um, this question comes from Jappy, J-A-P-P-I-E underscore 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 I think disclaimer i think there were five just okay. from looking just, at their ig handle i think there yeah. were five they ask toes for your fingers or fingers for your toes without question fingers for my toes monkey mode yo you would be on monkey mode you'd be on monkey mode you you would be able to hang from trees by your feet yo fingers for sick. toes all day why don't we have those now uh, I think it would redefine like shoe culture. It would You'd redefine shoe shoes. Everyone would be like a size 20. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Shack mode. We'd all be out there in clown shoes every single day, or we'd just go bare feet and just have the dexterity of an alpha primate. Yo, you know how useful that would be for like classes? For any. Be able to note take so well. Having four opposable thumbs. It's true. 
you could like spit right now, ladies and gents. You could be doing so much more if you had fingers on your feet, in addition yeah. to fingers on your hands. Talk to these people, John. <laughs> Reject humanity. Return to monkey. <laughs> return to monkey. Shout out online ceramics for actually putting that on a shirt. That is a spectacular I... move by them. Still shocked that that made it onto it. So shocked, so proud of of the oh, folks yeah. over at Online Ceramics for <laughs> for pulling that sassy move. Um, oh. Yeah, that that yeah. does it. So I'm assuming you're also on the fingers for toes train. Oh, of course, yes. Okay. Return just to I Just wanted to make sure, give you your time yep. to shine. That does it for for pod questions today. That's the that's the main event taken care of. Uh, like we said earlier, the closing ceremonies are going to be a little different. Um, Start things off. You already know what's going on. Uh, we're skipping hot takes, going straight into song of the week. Saul, what have you got for us? Uh, been on the house wave. Gonna gonna keep it. Uh, this is a remix of a uh, song by Dusty Springfield, which was okay. pretty popular when it came out. It's called Spooky, and it is a remix by a guy named Quentin Nine Hundred Nine. Cool. Very, Very good cool. song. I love it. Um, what about you? My pick, first of all, if you'd like to find this playlist, you can oh, yeah. mosey on down to Spotify, search Pair of Kings. Uh, it'll be a playlist, white picture with a with black text. It says Pair of Kings podcast. Um, and it's created by Saul Thompson. You can also search Saul Thompson on Spotify and you'll be able to find it. And we, uh, we add to it every single week with our picks for songs, as well as our guest picks, which are really interesting and exciting. Uh, so without further ado, my song of the week Shout out to the Vanga Boys. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I think I recommended that in an earlier one. Really? I think so. It's just well, such a good song. Maybe it'll have to be on there twice. Let's for, see. Uh... Nope. First All time. right. First Vanga, First strike for the Vanga Boys. First Vanga. Vanga moment live on well, the pod. Um, remember when we used to say moment after everything all the time? Yeah. It was a good era. We still, we still sprinkle moment, it in, moment. but it used to be very, very evident in everything we did. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Vanga boys definitely, uh, have their place in music culture and let me join the band. That'd be cool. I'd love to see John and the Vanga boys. That'd be a classic. Uh, but yeah, that's song of the week. And I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up with guests of the week. It feels, it yeah. feels too early to just end it right now. So we might as it well does. ask guests of the week in there. Guests of the week. Um, Hmm. I want the head designer of Capital, Hiro Hirata, to come on the pod. He seems like he'd be well-spoken. Almost definitely. And we could beg for for free stuff. Mm -hmm. Every question would loop back to, so can we have some free items, please? (laughs) Not wrong. No. Yeah, that would that would be no. We would we would approach it with journalistic integrity, for the most part, and then we'd have yeah, to toss we'd, it we'd up. Be hey, like a advanced. Uh, you have like, an official ask podcast. Ask for review copies of, yeah. of like game game reviewers. Yeah, but we we don't send them back because no, there are never. No, um, <laughs> I think my guest of the week would be Takashi Murakami. I I talked oh. about that already. I think he'd be a really interesting person to sit down with and talk and just kind of find out more about his beginnings and what he's done to get to the high point he's at today where he's super, super well-known around the world. Uh, I think, you know, it'd be cool to start incorporating some artists 
painters, et cetera, into so cause we know you're listening. No, stay the fuck away from this podcast. No, I like cause. Fuck cause. Regardless, Takashi Murakami, come on the pod. We would love to speak with you. Um, and that wraps us up for this this week's episode of the Pair of Kings podcast. It does. If you'd like sadly. to listen to more Pair of Kings? Wait till Thursday, or go back, listen to our entire backlog, and enjoy because we're pretty proud of the episodes we've come out. Maybe don't listen to the first episode. It's it's rough. They will. It's it's rough and tough. It's our second most listened to episode of all time because people want to start at the beginning and then they're like, "What is this?" So yeah. shout out to anyone who's listened to more episodes besides the first episode. You are a true pair of kings, ride or die, and we appreciate you. Do you think that we should archive the the episodes before Geocasket just so that's the first one? Maybe. Just, maybe just for a maybe. little bit. Um, yeah, maybe. But that's that's definitely a good thought. We'll have to uh, we'll have to ask the the people as they are the lifeblood of the pod. They but. are. That could that could be the move. <laughs> um, with that being said, thank you everybody so much for listening, for giving us your time. Uh, we hope that wherever you are, you're having a wonderful day. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast because we sure enjoyed making it. Um, without any further ado, Saul, would you like to take us out? Yeah, as always, I'm Saul Thompson, joined each and every week by my wonderful co-host. My name is John Hogaboom. Yeah, together we are the Pair of Kings podcast for twice a week, we every week for the foreseeable future. We are bringing you business as usual, Tom Fleury as planned. Thank you so much to everybody listening. As always, if you've made it this far in the podcast, message us monkey moment. We'll send you a video of a monkey. We will. Or a photo. Or a photo. Something from Monkeys 400, probably. Yeah. Great account. On that note, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have a great Tuesday. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.